Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Oh, yo, what's up, my friends? This is Joaquin, and I'm here on the line with Jay. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. We are super duper duper excited to be uh, here this week. Unfortunately, we had some unforeseen gobbledygooky things happening <laughs> last week, last week uh, which prevented us uh, from doing the podcast. Uh, the podcast we were caught unawares, so literally, literally unawares. So and and, and physically, and physically, and figuratively, <laughs> and all the all the illies, for realies, uh that are out there. So, uh, with that being said, what's up, Jay? As always, uh, how you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. You know, you you said that about last week, and I had that ghost pain in my back. Oh, you have a ghost a ghost pain. It's like uh like when people lose so, lose a limb. Yeah, like you know, that. <laughs> yeah. Well we, we, we can't we can touch base on that just a little bit, just you know, enough. Where uh, we came back from New York, right, the week before. Or oh, that, that same week, right? Monday? Uh y- yes. Yeah, Monday. We got back. And Monday. then um, you know, all excited to to um fill our listeners in on what happened. And on a trip, and um, Thursday morning, Thursday morning, I got rear-ended by some by some woman with <laughs> in a car. I got into a bad car accident, and, and some, so somebody not paying attention, probably. Yeah, yeah, most likely the, the impact was for sure that they weren't paying attention. But I I thank God that um two things that that Bean wasn't in the car with me and that I'm okay. I mean, uh, could have been worse. Much worse. This could be the overflow podcast of one. (laughs) (laughs) I was already making out my list of replacements. Seriously? (laughs) Were you not going to tell me? You weren't going to tell me, right? I was going to find it on my own when I got there and when I got a flyer. Ooh, exactly. Yeah, I was. (laughs) You would have been in the hospital and uh, you would have got a notice on your iTunes that a new podcast was up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, seen, seen the seen the graphic on um on the outcry oh, on the outcry instagram, instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i got replaced yeah, but, but then I'd, but then i'd be like but i still want you to do the graphic stuff because <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's for the lord but um Anyway, uh, anyway, that's cool. So, anyway, today is um, today is today tonight. Super excited! So, as, you know, if you guys that are listening, you guys know we always record on Thursday. Um, we're actually recording a little earlier today because tonight at my church, Influencers Church uh, Atlanta, uh, we start our Influencers Conference, and I am super duper excited. Nice. Uh, you know, we have the first session today. Uh, then tomorrow, I think it starts up at like nine o'clock in the morning. And you won't be to that because you're working. No, I'll be there. 
because oh you took off i took yeah i took the i took friday off they're mad at me because they're like what what the heck man you just all you do is Dude, like, time you just off. like you were out on vacation and then you came back for three days we went to new york you're back for like a week and a half and you're out again and that's I'm, dope i'm out again yep so uh yeah so it's like from nine to nine starts at nine the last speaker's at seven thirty, i think uh, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be honest and and say that you know I'm hating a little because um, I think I'm just yeah I'm just going for tonight right I'm just going tonight yes and like Ravi Zacharias will be there yes not tonight though <laughs> no no not tonight sorry buddy sorry but tonight, so good so good but tonight we're having Sammy Rodriguez Sammy Rodriguez and that's cool I've never heard and of um pitch. I've heard good and this pitch. is the this is the thing. This is the thing, all right? Um, you probably forgot. We've spoken about this, Joaquin. But the reason why I'm excited about going and possibly getting back in touch with, with Sammy is because Sammy and I grew up together. Well, basically, sort of. We did ministry together. I first, I started in ministry with Sammy and a bunch of others. With, um, with Gabby, the pastor that came up from Florida. Right. Um, like, they, um, Sammy is the guy that God used to speak over me and let me know what my ministry was going to be. Ah, like that's okay. That, that that's why I say like he's like influential. He's had influence gotcha, in my gotcha. in my ministry. Like um, it was a Friday, it was a youth service, and um, and he was young. I think he was like 22 at the time, and I was um like 16 or like 17, 45. <laughs> and like the Lord spoke over me, like using Sammy spoke over me about my ministry. And um, and then we started this thing. Well, they started this thing called Holy Ghost Missions, and Richie Donez was one of the main guys. He was also at my church. He pulled me into that, and that was like my first. It was um old school, like tent rally stuff. Oh, okay. And, and that was like my first time really outside, like preaching outside of my own church, my own youth group. So okay, okay. that's what's up. That's what's up. Then and and I got a funny story too with Sammy, but I'll see if we talk to him tonight. I'll see if he remembers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe because um, I know the, I know the lady who's who's running doing the security for the event, and yeah, and she ain't no joke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she is like she is like dead serious. Uh, so we going we we gonna pray we gonna pray about that. Yeah, you, something you, you, supernatural yeah, happen. You, 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 <laughs> you can pray all you want, but she gonna put you on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the supernatural thing still knock me out. I'm gonna see stars. And, and she's and she's a, um, I believe she's actual. She's an investigator for like the state. Wow. So, yeah. So she's she's serious, real deal, real deal, holy field kind of stuff. Um, so anyway, with that being said, uh, so anyway, so we got that going on tonight, um, and then we, you know, you had a couple articles you kind of you kind of sent my way this week. Uh, why don't you? Uh, the first one was let's do the little Wayne one. That was uh, kind of right. kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know how it is that I got on the on the relevant magazine um, email list, and most times I just delete it. Right. I just delete it. Like, come in, I'll delete it. I won't unsubscribe for reasons like this. Like, so I, I saw it, and I was going to delete it, but the subject was Lil Wayne almost became a Christian rapper. And, you know, of course, I was like, skirt! <laughs> <laughs> and um, it spoke. It was an article. It was real quick. It was real small. It wasn't 
any, no detail or anything, but it spoke of a time where Little Wayne apparently got arrested. Hey, yes. Yes. he was in jail. It was in New York in yes. Rikers so, Island. Yeah, he spent uh, like eight months, I think it was. A, a place I am more familiar with than I care to admit. <laughs> Which you just did, but okay. <laughs> and um, apparently... He was getting a lot of fan mail, right? If I'm, I'm trying to remember this. Yes. He was getting a lot of fan mail, and one of those fan letters was from a either a church. Yeah, it was, it was a, a church. church. It was a church. And right. They, yeah, and they told him that you know, all, you know, all the all the work you could do for the gospel was kind of the the message. If you, you know, um, basically that's what, and that's what the article said. It was weird because it wasn't like if you accept Jesus and. You know, right, like it, it wasn't it, preachy. It was that there was like oh, all the all the stuff you could do for the gospel or for it, or for the church, and so right. You yeah. see, now I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little insight, but um, Troy, this guy Troy Duhan, the owner of Creation Fest, he um he knows Lil Wayne like personally, like he sells Lil Wayne his cars. He has um a bunch of dealerships all over the south. Okay, and and he would tell Juice and I on how like he. He um, sold Lil Wayne's mom a car, hooked her up with, like, um, dealer price, you know. And and he would tell me how he would speak to Lil Wayne, like, on the regular. He said, like, Lil Wayne grew up in the church, like a lot of these artists do, right? Correct. Correct. They grew up in the church, and he would tell me, like, Lil Wayne would, like, just show up at the dealership just to speak to him. And he would, like, every time he would take him out to lunch or whatever, but always, like, getting at him with the gospel and and tell him how much Jesus loves him and all that. So, like, the fact that Little Wayne got this letter in jail, like, it didn't surprise me that he actually contemplated these things because, I mean, God has placed people in his life. Apparently his mom is still a, a fervent churchgoer and, and, and a love of Christ. And, um, you know, it, wouldn't, it didn't surprise me that, like, this happened. What did surprise me, though, is, like, what you mentioned, is that he didn't... The letter wasn't all preachy and condemning. Well, I mean that that we know of, because all we that, right that we know of, because we only got that one yeah, that like one, the one little line, yeah. You know, but it was enough to make him think. Yes, yes, it was and, enough to make him think, and he thought better of it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but right now he's not doing any music because he's locked in a legal case, in a legal battle against Birdman. Yeah, I guess I guess he didn't put any respect in his contract. Yeah, <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So little Wayne, like little, you know. So you know, maybe there might be. I mean, maybe it's just uh, uh it just sounds like there's just been seeds that have been planted in little Wayne's life. I mean, because he's not right. I mean, he's still. I think he's still under thirty-five, or he might be thirty-five. Like, I don't think he's older than that. Um. Because you got to remember, Lil Wayne's been doing his, like, rap stuff since he was, like, 14 or 15 with No Limit Records and, and all that stuff. So he's been around for, like, a long time. Long time. I mean, I remember I remember reading, like, you know, um, when he turned 18, he was finally able to curse in his raps. Because you're, you know, uh, you're not allowed to, un, un, you know, if you're under the age of 18. Um, I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> it was something like that back in, you know, I mean, that might, that might have changed, but. That's why, but really, if you think about it, that's why you've never seen any member back in the day, no kitty rappers or kitty singers, they never like cursed or anything. 
Then they turned 18, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, this dude's like cursing all the time now. What happened? <laughs> it was because they turned 18, and so they weren't able to curse, which is kind of a weird thing. But, um, I, you know, just, I, the interesting thing for me, the article, just seems that Lil Wayne has, has had, you know, he's, he's, he's thought about it. It seems like he's, he's actually thought about, you know, m- you know, m- maybe uh, surrendering his life to the Lord, but... I mean, but. The, the trappings of success, you know, the money, the fame, the women. I mean, right. And a lot of people don't re- realize that it's it's you know, it's a lot harder. The, it's harder for these people. The drugs, all that stuff. You know, it's a lot harder for these people to um to like leave the life. You know, it's like when, when Jesus tells the, the young rich guy, you know, sell everything that you have, take up your cross and follow me. And the dude couldn't do it. And he he was sad. But he still turned away and like right. you know, and right. walked away. It's, right. it's 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 difficult. Well, I mean, and I, I think the I think the I mean, it's it's hard for 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 all of us, right? For any of us, um, if you think about, you know, think about what in your life, you know, um, you you're having a hard time letting go, even even as a believer, right? Even as somebody that says, I, you know, I love right. God. Um, right, right, right. There's there's, all, there's still always that thing, right? There, not always, but there. Uh, for a lot of us, there seems to so seems to kind of be this thing, whether it's pride, uh, you know, whether it's uh, some form of, of idolatry, just something that we can't, uh, we just can't let go, you know, and that hinders us, right? So, you know, it's it's all about, you know, in, in a way, it's all about scale, right? The perspective, in a way, is the same, right? Something is hindering, but it's what what is the scale of what's hindering you, right? And if you're super, you know, rich. Then we know it's it's the you know the love of money, right? That's 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 what's really. But there's people that aren't super rich, and the love of money holds them back, right? Because they're that's what their pursuit is, right? Like to, or they or or, or they're not money. rich, but they always want to be, right? And so their pursuit is 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 the money, so they can be filthy rich, and and they trick themselves into like, well, when I become filthy rich, I'll, you know, I'll use that money for the Lord. Yeah, and it never happens. And it never but happens. I tell you, I I tell you this, and I think I I told you when we um, first were discussing this article, that um, if Lil Wayne indeed does come to Christ, like what I would love is that he not do music. Right. Right, because all you're doing, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when you reach a certain level and then, you know, you come to the Lord and then you keep doing it, you're, um, you're trading in one platform for another. Right. And that, and, and that seems to happen a lot. Right. Like a lot of people, they, they, they do whatever it is that they do. They do it secularly and then they come to the kingdom and then they do the exact same thing. And there's, a, there's no time of, of of discipleship, no time of growth, no right. time of getting into the word. And so it's just changing audiences, basically. Right. Well, I mean, I, to me, to me, the, 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 the thing that the for me, the thing that kind of separates that right it's like if if uh if they come you know uh, little wayne comes to the lord right and uh he he has a good church and a good pastor that um you know they're going like look look wayne we're gonna like we're gonna be like we're gonna be discipling you right we're gonna like we're having thursday night bible studies we're gonna be praying we're gonna be in constant you know contact uh you know Part of it is right. The spirit, the spirit is going to do what the spirit is going to do, and I, I think if you have a, the, the problem is a lot of times you, uh, with, with these guys like you were saying that, 
they get saved and all of a sudden they're just thrown out there. They just all they really do is switch audiences. Is is not is is just they're just a they're probably not even really getting discipled period at all, and the pastor or the ministry that that they end up accepting Christ under kind of kind of uh, gets blinded, and so they're like, ooh, we got yeah they're blinded by the celebrity. We got this like big time star who can do stuff for you know they get and I said and I don't I don't think it's and there's no ill will in it right there's no um. You know, it doesn't come from a bad place. It comes from a good place, right? We want to, oh man, these kids who follow Wayne, we want them to hear his testimony, and you know, right? It's all it's all know, with good it, intentions. Good, good. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, good intentions, but they forget that it's okay to put him out there to share his testimony, but you need to be feeding into him. You know, you gotta. It, it's almost like you gotta kind of control it a little bit and feed and feed into him. Now, some people, um, like uh, I don't know if you remember the Million Dollar Man. Is it Million right, Dollar Man? I do. Yeah, Ted DiBiase. Ted mm-hmm. DiBiase. You know, he became a Christian and he kind of disappeared for like uh, four or five years, I think is what it was. And the reason was because the the the, the minister that he accepted uh, the Lord under, they were like, look, you're not going to do anything, no wrestling, no nothing, no um, no speaking engagements, no nothing for like, it was like three or, three to five years. I can't remember the exact you know amount of time. And, you, and they just all they did was it just fed into him. They got him involved in the local church, you know, in his local church, and they fed, 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 so that when he came back, he came back with a test, you know, with, came back with his testimony. He was strong, and he actually came back to the WWE for a little while. He was a heel, which is a bad guy, right? In in wrestling, um, <laughs> and, he, and he did and he did all that stuff. And some people were like, "Oh my gosh, how can he do that?" And it was like, "Well, because it's a, it's a it's a it's a part." You know, it's a right, it's it's an acting game. You know, it's an acting but game. but it but it's like but it's like you say Ted DiBiase. On the flip side, you have Sting, who like came to the Lord, and like went right into like the speaking and doing little shows like that, and then he went right back into the whole the whole fame thing. I'm not sure if it was a money issue. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Maybe he needed money, but I I think you know it was it was poorly handled. Yes, and so we got to remember, you know, I think that's the one thing is that whenever we talk about, because, you know, this has been going on for years, right? We're always talking about it'd be cool if this celebrity accepted Christ. Well, why would it be cool? Is it because, oh, now we have this celebrity to do his, whatever his celebrity skill is for the quote Right, like how, kingdom? How, how, how the big conversation is, oh, man, if Eminem would rap for the Lord, it'd be amazing. Right. <laughs> but is it, but, but is it, do you, do you want, do you want Eminem to, to know the Lord? Because you're worried about his soul, or do you want Eminem to know the Lord? Because you want the shine that's gonna come from, e- even as like people like us, right? We're not industry people. We're like just a couple of schmoes, you know. Where it's like, hey, yeah, oh yeah, we're listening to Eminem's new Christian rap CD, right? You know, like it's right, it's gonna it's gonna bring a bigger spotlight to CHH, you know, or or not even that. I'm talking. Don't even think about CHH. I'm talking even as just individuals. You know how you can kind of brag. Yeah, Eminem's on our in our camp now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You That's know, true. As a as a just as a schmo, as a nobody. I say when Mace got saved, right? And everybody, oh my gosh, Mace. Yeah, Mace is a Christian now. Yeah, we got this, you know. And you know, that ended up being disastrous because once again, uh, at the end of the day, we're not discipling people enough as it is. And that's uh, that's actually something we should probably talk about. Um, yeah, at, yeah, I was, at, I was, 
at some point. Now, the other speaking of I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so speaking speaking of discipleship and and uh, doing kind of dumb things, uh, we uh, we also saw another story this week about the a, tip a waitress at the uh, at a, it was a, at a Cracker Barrel, which I love Cracker Barrel. Um, some good old southern good food. old. Southern cooking. Little Southern food. <laughs> Those biscuits are like off the chain. I'm, I'm like, wait, a Cracker Barrel now. So, so anyway. Also, so, Jay, um, did you know that Lay's has a Southern biscuits and gravy flavored potato chip? You know what? Off subject, I do, and it sounds disgusting. <laughs> I, I, want the, I want the real it's, thing. It's in the vending machine at work, and I'm just like, yeah. I, I, want, I want the real thing. I want the real thing. But uh, so this waitress, anyways, back to the story. The waitress did her waitressing thing uh and and she uh, uh she uh, helped this couple old, older couple apparently they might have been middle aged maybe a little little older uh when they were done uh they left and instead of money they left her like this little letter a very condemning and judgmental uh, letter you know it was very judgmental um with a i, I would say it was it was judgmental with a side of condemnation cuz um, uh, or, or was it condemnation with a side of judgment? <laughs> no, nah, I think it was, I think it was the other way because I, I remember reading it and, um, you know, basically they they told this this young lady or middle aged I don't know how the lady was. We'll just say she was a young lady. They told this lady, young lady, that, you know, uh, while it's nice that you're working, you should be at home. Uh, you know, uh, uh, taking care taking of your care of your kids and your, and your husband. husband and that and one of the funniest things which I. Uh, don't let me go down this rabbit trail. But one of the funniest things I read in that letter was like that they said, this is why a lot of husbands try to find something outside their marriage because their wives are out working. No, dude, it was worse. So this is why your husband is probably stepping right. out with someone else outside trying, the marriage because you're here at work all day. I was trying to be nice. But because you're here, because you're, yeah, because you're here working. And, and, uh, and man, this lady was, was very, it was very hurt. Um, and what was interesting, but yeah, I'll tell you what, I will give this lady props because, um, if it had been me, I would have taken a picture of that thing and I would have posted it on social media with the people's names. She actually, <laughs> she actually blocked, <laughs> blocked her names out. Um, yeah, she did. She did. But, you know, and then the article went on and, and kind of, uh, it was weird cause it, the article ended up being more anti-Trump than it did really about the fact that this woman was not not only did she do a good job the people were happy with the job she did but then they just kind of judged her and condemned her and then didn't even leave her money didn't leave her a tip didn't even leave her a tip and and apparently it's like she's waitressing because she's putting herself through school through school yes and she's not even married she was had a boyfriend right? <laughs> yeah she has a boyfriend not even so, married so you know um you know, to that article, what's funny about that article for me is that uh, tipping uh, as a Christian is, a, is an age-old problem. Um, I remember when I was, uh, I remember way, way many years ago, this guy told me, he goes, yeah, when I used to wait, when we were, when I used to be a waiter, we would fight on who would not work on Sundays because that's when the Christians came in. Christians don't tip. And... <laughs> And well, not even that. It was now. It wasn't just that they didn't tip. It was that either they didn't tip well, or, or either they didn't tip well, or they just didn't tip. And then their kids were out of control. They wouldn't even, 
you know, their kids were acting crazy and it was just a lot of work and a lot of hassle. But basically, you know, you're not making any money, you know, and they would, you know, and they would leave them tracks. Um, <laughs> the chick tracks. <laughs> um, the, well, not the tip, but the chick tracks, right? They would leave them, you know, they would leave them, they would leave them tracks and, and little, you know, oh, Jesus loves you, you know, you need Jesus. But then it's like, man, I, you know, I busted my butt working for you, you know, working and making sure you got everything you needed and your response is a track. I can't feed my family or myself. Uh, with <laughs> which, which my response was always, well, but you know, Jesus did say man should not live by bread alone. <laughs> <laughs> then they shouldn't have eaten at that restaurant. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that's what I would tell the waiter guy uh, when he would tell these stories just to mess with me. <laughs> well, you know, the Bible just say, he was like, ah, oh, that's not the point, Joaquin. I'm like, ah. No, I get you. I get you. But, you know, so that leads to kind of a larger a larger thing, and, and that is this. You know, a lot of people like to um, – I always joke that I don't, I don't bow my head to pray. Yeah, I knew uh, this was coming. In restaurants, right? Because this is, this, is, this is what I – you know, I always joke about it because I'm like, I don't want them to know I'm a Christian. That way they can't blame Jesus for the fact that I'm not going to leave them a tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a terrible thing i don't do that by the way just just to let you i do leave it i always i always leave a 20 percent tip regardless of, regardless of how bad the service was i always leave a 20 percent tip um because, isn't it better to leave a bigger tip when the service is bad as a christian I, you know no 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 you know why you know why not why not? Because the, because the Bible no because the Bible says right it rains on the just and, and, the, unjust. and the unjust. <laughs> You're gonna get your twenty percent tip, whether whether you were good or not. You see, I'm always living. I'm living the Bible, son. Um, but believers, please, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna be so bold as to rep the Lord with your grateful shirts or your, you know. Forgiven shirts, your shalom shirts, or whatever, you know, uh, Christian apparel that, that that you're that you're wearing. Uh, if you you know make a big show out of the fact that you're praying before you eat your meal, um, do us all a favor, and you know leave a nice tip. Um, one of the one of the best examples that I've I ever come across, and and we'll. Uh, and we'll skippily do after this. One of the best examples that I ever heard about how to do it right um, was when I was, uh, it was the spring of my junior year. I was doing a summer missions trip. I was doing a spring break trip to a uh, missions trip to Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, the missionary that was there that was kind of our liaison, he, you know, he told us that whenever him and his wife would go out to eat, um, you know how waiters and waitresses always ask you, like, you know, how are you doing today? So, so, uh, or some, you know, some, some form of that question. And they would always say, you know, he would always say, today is the second best day of my life. Because everyone's going to always going to ask, right? What was the first? <laughs> so he would say, so you go, the first is when I, is when I met Jesus Christ and I made him Lord and Savior of my life. And then he would, he would say, hey, I just want to get, he would hand him a track. He goes, I want to give you this little track. Um, if you ever get a chance, if you get a chance while we're here or maybe sometime during the day, uh, why don't you read it? And, you know, I challenge you, encourage you to read it. 
And if you have any questions, you know, if I'm here, ask me. If not, um, my information is in the back of the track. And that was it. And then when they were finished their meal, if the waiter never, you know, if they never had the conversation, um, they would always, he said, you'd always leave with a nice, big, fat tip. You know, and, uh, you know, and he said that they, you know, he was able to share about Jesus with a lot of waiters and waitresses, you know, because he made the connection. But then he also, you know, in, in a way, when you leave a nice tip, right, you're thanking them for their service. Even, right. You know, even if it's bad service, but you're but you're putting that out. You let them know that that you love them and that you respect them by, <laughs> by, by giving them a good tip. So my fellow believers, I just challenge you, leave a good tip. Unless in your country, tipping is something that's not allowed. I know there are some countries where they don't they don't allow tipping. Then just leave them the track, but leave them a nice one. I guess. Well, in those countries where you can't tip, you probably can't talk about Jesus either. No, that's not. Some of them probably. Some of them. But some <laughs> of them, it's like you know, like you don't tip because the waiters get paid like a like a. You know. Yeah. Well, so, well, in here too, it's some restaurants because right. that's that's the that's the rule in McAllisters. In McAllisters, you can't tip. You can't tip the the service because they're um they get paid. Right. They get they get paid more than the two fifteen an hour. Right. Or whatever that is. So that is our that is our um, our uh, tip of the tip of the day. See, it all, it, all, <laughs> it all came back. It all came back. If you're going to tip, tip well, my friends. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else we got to hit? Because right now we are at the halfway point. At the halfway point. So um, why don't you talk about one of the people that we went and saw? Well. That, when we were in New yeah. York, as I get this ready. All right, dope. Well, you, if you are a um, a loyal listener, <laughs> then you know that we we talked about. Hey, we thank you. You know so who much. you are. You know that um that we've talked about this person many times, right? Uh, so we went to New York and we sat to have. I'm not even sure what to call it. I want to call it dinner, right? Let's call it dinner. Yeah, um, it was like a. It, it was dinner for them, and it was dessert for us, cause like all I had was it was like pie, and you linner. had cake. It was like liner, liner, oh whatever, Lun, like half liner. But um, we um we met up with He Sun Lee and her husband. Yeah. And uh, Joaquin finally can say that he's been to all five boroughs. I've been to all five boroughs. <laughs> I have stamped them all. <laughs> So you've actually visited the entirety of New York City. Dope. Yes. Um, and, man, it was cool. Like, we sat down with his son. She discussed her new album with us, gave us an advanced copy. So we've been bumping yes. um, Beauty for Ashes for, like, a Beauty. week. Yes. Beauty, a a Beauty week before. Beauty for Ashes. It sounds like you said Beauty for Masses. <laughs> Beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. <laughs> Beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. Yeah, so it was dope. We got to meet Hisan. We met her adorable uh, uh, daughters. daughters. One who who still doesn't like me. Uh, doesn't, didn't like me either. And the Kayla other, does not like me at all. Well, the other one loved you. Yeah, the other one liked me. The baby, because you know I have this you know, like same cognitive kind of functions as a baby. So we're able to communicate. Um, we got to meet uh, Tim, uh, his son's uh, husband. 
Uh, so you you guys got to meet. Yes, you you had met him before. Yeah, yeah, I met him at the at, at Creation Fest. Oh, okay, so I got to meet Tim. Hey, Tim. Um, and <laughs> it was uh, it was fun. I mean, it was a great time. It was, it was um, it's always fun when you get to meet uh, artists that you that you've listened to throughout the years. And number one, they turn out to be cool. <laughs> they don't turn out to True. be jerks. Um, and just to just to um, get a little bit of just kind of you know who who the who the person is behind the art, right? And and so we're really excited because uh, hopefully within the next month or so, I would say, I don't want to put a time frame. So the next month or so, we we hope to have her call in, um, or we will have her call in, I should say. Yeah, we'll have a call so in that, so that we can uh, talk with her because um, we definitely uh, not just her music but her testimony. We want to we want to get that out there. Uh, for you guys to hear. So we're going to go right now. We're going to uh, dive right into Beauty for Ashes. We're going to dive into her first uh, single. Uh, they just released a music video. Last which is week. I'm I'm With You, which is um, features Sam Ock of of Good Fruit. Good Fruit. And actually, actually, she recorded that down here. I was um, I was hanging out with them when they were recording that. It was oh, dope. Okay, dope, dope. And we're big fans of, you know, Amp and, and Good Fruit and all those guys. Um, so this song is, uh, now what's the song, uh, what does this song this, deal with? This song exposes the fact, well, she's in this song, she talks about how she's been struggling with anxiety and, and panic attacks for almost her whole life. And, um, it's, it's, it's to bring, um, I guess, attention to the fact that like over 6 million people, if I'm not mistaken, suffer from anxiety and panic attacks. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know it was such a big deal right. until I saw this video. So she's 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 expressing how she's been dealing with it and how Jesus is who helps her deal with it, but she still has them, and to let them know that they're not alone, that you know she has them too, and that she's with them. So it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty it's pretty honest. Is what I like about it. All right, that's what's up. So uh, right now we're gonna listen to "I'm With You," Peace on Lee. Featuring Samok. Featuring Samok from Beauty. Uh, what's the name? Beauty for Ashes. Beauty for Ashes. <laughs> Do you know what it's like when everything is screaming, get me This silence got the best of me. I'm sitting here, life is stressing me. These thoughts want to mess with me. I'm scared of my destiny. I close my eyes trying to find peace, hoping I can tell myself I can make it, but I can't take it, can't take it. Wait, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, yeah. It's all in my head, I'm okay, I'm okay. No, I'm not okay, no, I'm not okay, these thoughts won't stop. Uh, chest pains, they exceed me, heart beats, they get easy, losing breath, I see me dying, Jesus, don't leave me. Looking around, trying to catch my breath, scared this moment, of course, my death, my vision's blurry, these hands are shaking. If you do, 
Maybe some pills would help me. Help they me. say it could numb the mind. Mm. If I could live one day without these thoughts, then I'd be fine. fine. Sitting in traffic scares me. Uh. Flying on airplanes scare me. The thought of never escaping. Yeah. It's like you can't prepare me. Never. I feel like I'm barely making it. Living this life with fear, no breaks in it. Put all of my days in it. Come Put all of my shame in it. I'm tired of living this way. I dread it. Dread it. They say don't sweat it. Dread it. It's clear they'll never get it. Get it. Imagine living your life in fear. Sam Ock. So dope. And the video the video is dope too. Uh I've seen snippets of it. I haven't I need to sit down and, and actually uh like just actually watch it. <gasps> I'm in shock. I I know, I know. I'm just all over the place lately. Yeah, it's it's been like that. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so he suddenly uh, Beauty for Ashes, you can get it. iTunes, it's on Google Play. Um, you know, uh, I think you get it through them. Um, CD Baby. Um, so CD Baby, iTunes, and yeah, Google Play, Google Play are the main three right now. Yeah, so uh, go grab it. Check it out. He suddenly Beauty for Ashes. And, and still, my, my banger is in my veins. 
that's 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 my jam. That's it's you know I've been I've been listening I listened to the uh, first half of the album the other day and the the more I listen to it, the more I'm I'm liking I'm like I'm I'm appreciating more and more like the other songs the ones that she did with the with the ladies uh, underdog. Yeah. Oh, that song is I you know like the first time you hear it, it's like okay it's dope it's dope but then when you really kind of let it marinate and like listen to it a little more. For me, it was like, yo, it was just, it was, the, like I said, I'm, the whole album, though, is, it's fantastic. You need to pick it up. It's a solid album. It's a solid album. It's it's real, real balanced. I mean, and even made us cry. Right? And, it even made us cry and that's, a little. That's, that's like something that, that um you don't really have much of anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jay's ignoring my comment. But it, no, it, I, didn't, I didn't hear you. Say that again. It even made us cry a little. You know, we were driving. There's a, there's a spoken word piece he does, and then the song yeah. right after. Well, it just emotionally wrecked me and Jay. As yeah, we're, I'm not. As I'm we're not, driving I'm, in the middle of the night back to Georgia. I'm not, a, I'm not acknowledging that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm not acknowledging I, that. I, I acknowledge it for you, bro. <laughs> so, um, so with that being said, we want to kind of uh, say, man, our trip. Uh, for those of you that have been listening, we went to New York a couple weeks back. Uh, we were hoping to talk about it last week, so we're doing it this week. Uh, and our trip to New York to New York to New York was fantastic. I think that uh, you know we experienced a little bit of a lot of different things. Um, uh, for me, I think the the highlight of the trip was the was the first night. Uh, the we, the, the we interview, in York, the interview with with, with Bird. Um, Why? Because I, I think it was because we, uh, as we're talking to Bert, uh, Boca Chica. Um, <laughs> shout out to Bert Boca out to Chica. Bert Boca Chica. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard that interview, listen to that interview. Fantastic. Well, ex- ex- and, explain and, explain and, a little to, to who and, Bert is. Cause. So, so Bert is, if you want to know who Bert is, listen to the last podcast. All right. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> now, Bert, Bert was one of the founders of, of this event called Rap Fest. And they did it for like 22 some odd years. Uh, in in uh, was it 22 some odd. They did it for 22 years. There's no odd. It should have been yeah. 20 odd years. But it's 22 years. Uh, in New York, it was like this uh, outdoor uh, festival. So think of it like a Christian hip-hop, you know, Lollapalooza kind of thing, right? Word. Um, that's, and, a, that's a good one. And so, uh, or Warp Tour, right? Because, I mean, some people might not know Lollapalooza. Anyway, so, you know, 22 years, they did these outdoor hip-hop uh, hip hop concerts, and I remember, I remember as a teenager reading about them, you know, online at the on the Christian hip hop sites at the time, and I always thought it was so cool, like seeing the pictures, like oh my gosh, because you know, living in Georgia, living in the metro area, uh, metro Atlanta, you know, we uh, we didn't have a whole lot of Christian hip hop come come through. Uh, it was very rare, and so <coughs> to 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 be like, oh my gosh, how cool would it be? Uh, to go to the Bronx and uh, to like hear like all these artists that I listened to, right? That I love to listen to. Um, so that's so that's who he was. That's what they did. Now the thing with with Bert, what 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 really just grabbed my heart was that the fact that me and Jay on the on the drive up, you know, we we had all kinds of you know discussions and talks, you know, some silly, some serious, but um, we were talking about the Legacy Nights project that we're that we're working on. Um, for next year for here in the Atlanta area and just the the vision of how we want to run Legacy Nights um, is how Bert ran 
uh, rap fest. And for me, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, we have ideas, right? We have all kinds of ideas. But the thing is, you know, will our ideas work? Are are, are the ideas that we're talking about, are these things that we've written, are those things that will actually work? Are those things that are even even possible? And the interesting thing about that is that, you know, we it, Legacy Nice won't be the first time that we've done something like this, right? No. So we, there there are things that now that we've learned from experiences that we've learned, like things we know for a fact don't work, not to do some things that we have to tweak and be better. But yeah, you're you're, you're absolutely right. Like, um, it was kind of it was like scary cool. Yeah, like you know, like some of the aspects of Legacy Nights were like, yeah, that's, but because because I I think this is the thing. Before when we did events, whether it was I did them by myself or you did them by yourself or we did them together, we didn't have. I think we have a grander vision this time than we right. than we did in in the past. And so with the grander vision comes, you know, like, you know, am I am I stepping out of what's what's possible? And to hear Bert talk about. Uh, the things that they did that aligned with with a lot of the things, if not all the things we talked about on, you know, discipling those that are working with you and and that are working alongside you and how, you know, being a servant, you know, that that servant leadership model um, and and making the connections with, with artists and understanding that, you know, the people you invite to your platform don't just represent themselves, they represent you. And to me, I think that was one of those like light bulb, you know. That was one of those. That was one of those blown, lightning moments. Mind blown because he was like, they, you know, uh, and I think that's something you know we don't think about in, in the context of church in general, right? A lot of times churches were just so quick to, oh, this guy says he feels called. This guy says he's called by the Lord to, to preach or to teach. Yeah, come here, man. I'm gonna put you to teach. I'm gonna put you to preach, and we don't we don't vet that. You know, we just right because God, you know, um, and we don't think. Wait, wait a minute. What this guy does is gonna reflect on our ministry. It's gonna reflect on our church. It's gonna reflect, you know, on our outreach. It's gonna reflect on whatever it is that we're doing that we're putting him in there. He's he's a connection to that thing. So if we put a guy on Legacy Nights, for example, or if we, even if we invite someone to outcry. Um, the podcast, the Overflow podcast, and they turn out to, to you know, uh, be living, uh, you know, they're I don't know. Let's make it the worst example, the worst thing ever, right? Like he's like shooting heroin, and he's like running and running drugs for like the cartels, right? And and, and, and justifying it by the Bible, right? And then, but then he's coming here, he's talking about how oh, you know, the Lord is this and the Lord is that. Um, and, and that's why I sing for God and all this different stuff. But then he's doing all these things that are just are, are direct Con- that are contrary, right? Contrary to how as believers we should be stepping out and living. You know, when people find that out, they're going to be like, oh, but wasn't this dude on the Overflow podcast? So these guys co-signed this dude. And it's like, oh, we did, but we didn't know. Well, whose fault is that? It's our fault for not knowing. Right, it's our fault for not not getting to un- getting to know the person and understand who the person is and where they're coming from, and that and that really ties back even into what we talked about, Little Wayne, how people just we're gonna put you in ministry because you love God and you say that's what God God's called you to do that. But, and then when that when something happens and that person falls, right? Well, you know they don't just blame that person, right? 
It's on the ministry. It reflects on the ministry. So that that aspect really blew my mind because not only does that apply in a who you who you allow into your ministry, but that's also us. Yeah. You know, how how is it that we're living our lives? How is it that we're conducting ourselves? Because we literally represent the ministry. You know, and how do we want people to see the ministry and see us and see what we're doing? So like Yeah, we have to be a little bit overzealous and jealous about what God has placed in our hands. Yes. Right? We have to protect what God has placed in our hands. Can't just give it up or you know, give authority over it to just anybody. Correct. And so I think that that was one, for me, that was one of the biggest, uh, the biggest things. Um, and, you know, so I said, I, I really, you should go and listen to the podcast um, to really kind of get a full flavor of all the different things he talked about. But it was, to me, like that was the highlight, you know, uh, the trip ended on, on two highlights for me, right? The, the, the Burt interview and, and even even hanging out in the Bronx for like, we were, I think we were there for a couple of hours waiting for him uh, to get in. So we, you know, just being able to kind of just hang out and see and and think about, for me, I know a lot of times I, as we were driving through the city, even I, and I even told you this a lot of times, I was like, you know, um, how it stirred my heart. You know, how my heart was was stirred for New York, right? And and just in seeing these things and, and just the, the, the possibilities of, of just the movement of God, you know, in, in just the areas that we drove through. Um, to bring us back, to bring us back. Yeah, I'm I'm like that every time I go home. Every time I go home, my heart breaks for home, you know, because it's right, home. Right, <laughs> right. It's home for you. It's, it's just the city for me. But I, f- I feel a strange, I feel a strange connection with it. That's why I'm always hating on it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love you, New York. Um, and then, but I hate you. <laughs> but I hate you. love hate relationship with you. Um, but you know, and then ending with getting to hang out with his son and, and Tim, and uh, just getting, just getting to build, right? Just getting to like fellowship. I love to fellowship. You know, growing up Baptist, one of the best things we did, man, was eating fellowships. And it was always, it's always great to, uh, it was great to be able to spend that time. So that was for me kind of the, the two bookends. Uh, what about you? What, about, what was your experience like? What did, what did you uh, walk away with, uh, well, you know, in our, in, our time, I, in our time in the city, besides the amazing peanut butter jelly donuts? Oh, my God. Uh, you see, why, why you got to do that? <laughs> um, with me was, like, with you, like, the same thing. But on a different level, seeing how, like, I've known Bert for a while, it was just being able to go back home and, and reconnect with somebody who, who, like, I haven't seen in years. Right. In years. Like, you know, the whole time before the actual interview, like, how we were talking about Rap Fest and Stephen Baldwin and, and Salem Coffee House and all these things. You know, it was, it, was, it was dope. It was, like, highlights of, like, the good times of my youth. But um, in, New <laughs> in New York, yeah, in New York. Um, but like the, it's so funny how what I feel like was something bad, but um, turned out to be, it, it marked me. It marked me for the rest of my life and my ministry, right? Because while we were in New York on the Friday, the day after, on the Friday, we had to go, we had, I had to go preach at my old church, the church I grew up in. Yes. The, the church that, um, that I'm so loyal to. <laughs> but um, if, if you know, like I grew up in a very legalistic church 
but for whatever reason, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I always have to go home, right? I always have to go home and I always have to touch base with my old pastors and, and, and see what's going on. But, um, so we were invited to go minister there. I was invited to preach there. And, um, you know, we, 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 we went back and forth. Like I told you what I was preaching about and, and, you know, I, I, like, like with everything else, I ran everything through you. We built a nice sermon. Everything was cool. Right. And then, and then when I got there and I went to preach, like you short circuited yourself. <laughs> I I basically I basically you know I pulled a Peter. I basically took my eyes off Jesus, right? Because right. when I when and this is the thing, right? Normally when I go preach somewhere, <clears throat> I like to introduce myself. I say a few jokes, and then I like to get right into the word, right? And um. Right, just right into right into the sermon, right into the message, whatever, the teaching. And um, but growing up legalistic in that legalistic church, I did that and um realized like I, I froze. I froze because I didn't pray before preaching, right? Because that's the way you had to do it in that church. If you had to preach, you had to number one, be dressed up in a suit, clean shaven, two things that I was not. <laughs> neither in a suit nor clean shaven nope right and then um you know you're supposed to have the whole church stand to read the word right to read the passage that you're going to be preaching from and then you had to come into this big deeply spiritual superfluous prayer before you actually started the sermon and that's like that's like like a good 40 minutes of before even going to going into the service into the sermon and um i choked I choked. Right. I was like, oh, my God. And like you you were there. I, I stopped. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot to pray before and, preaching. Right. And, 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 and yeah, and you just, well, the thing and, was, it all, yeah. and it all went downhill from there. Yeah. And, well, and, as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and what's, what's funny with that whole thing is we even prayed before, beforehand. Um, I think, I think, though, you know, and we'll share this because I, I told you this. So we're not, you know, we're not speaking out of turn here. But, uh, you know, I think that you, I think part of it was you had got so worked up with the fact that you were, you were there that when you went up to preach, you had already worked like emotionally, right. Or, or, or at least mentally, you had already worked yourself up to where you just didn't know how to get, get out of it. Yeah. And so, and so you, you know, it's like whether, and I, and it was probably very subconscious, right. But you just like, okay, I'm gonna get started because, and then once I get in a role, but you were you were so you know frazzled, right? You were just already frazzled when you got up there, that when you started, and then you remembered, oh, I didn't pray, <coughs> and it was funny because I'm I'm watching you. You were like, oh, I didn't pray. Let's pray. Lord bless the servant. And then and then you did that, and I think you kind of realized that you kind of did it flippantly, and then it just even frazzled you more. <laughs> you just, from there. You just, you just, you just went downhill, but um, and it was because uh, you didn't even, like it was funny, and then we really did talk about we didn't really I didn't hit this, uh, that night, uh, but I I was thinking about it because somebody had asked me how it went, and I remember telling him I was like I went okay, I said I think Jay did better than when he think he thinks he did, but he was frazzled, and um, like even the way you ended was so like, it was like. I'm, Cause I'm looking at you. I'm like telling you, like wrap it up, cause you just you were just kind of 
rambling. You kind of hit a rambling point. So I'm trying to like, start, like go like wrap it up, wrap it up. And you and you look at me and you're kind of like, and you're like, okay, brother Sonso, you're gonna come up and uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, if you guys need to pray, then go ahead and pray. And like it, you you didn't like lead any. Then you just kind of went like rah. Then you were like, Joaquin, come here and pray for anybody that needs to go up front. And it was just kind of like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on? And All like, I wanted to do was get out of there and get in the car and go back to Ray's house, <laughs> throw in a movie, and just get get done. Like, maybe stop for a couple slices of pizza, a beef patty, and just be done with it. But but that's the funny thing, though, right? Because like it, everybody else, like, loved it. Everybody, like, you yes. know, the pastor's wife yes. was like, oh, it was awesome. The kids in the church, the youth, like, oh, it was so awesome. It was great. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It sucked. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, I think that's, and I think that's the lesson, right? Um, that's the lesson that you, and maybe it's the lesson that you, for whatever reason, had to maybe, um, I'm not going to say the lesson you had to learn, but it's, it's something that you had to learn maybe in, in a way. I guess, so I guess I am saying that. So it's, <laughs> it's something that maybe you had to pick up on and you had to learn is that, you know, so many times, and I, and I learned this you know, on my Fort Wayne trip, right? So many times when, you know, we think that when everything is rolling 100%, right? Everything is going great and the music sounds great. And, you know, people are responding and you're you're just like, man, I just preached like the bombest message that I've done like all, you know, year. Um, and, you know, and it's like and, and then if you really step back, what you realize is a lot of that has to do with what you did. You know, I preached the dopest message. Right. Right. You know, my my worship team was on point. Uh, but it's those times when we realize that we're like Peter and we're screw ups and we screwed up and everything is gone. Everything that could possibly go wrong has gone wrong. And like me, you're standing in prison in a prison and you tell a bunch of guys there that they should be in there because they all did something to get themselves locked up. <laughs> and when you say that and you realize I have nowhere to run <laughs> if they don't like what I just told them. And they have nothing to lose. And they got nothing to lose, <laughs> or at least you you hope they got something to lose. Like you're like, please let them like be almost close to parole. They don't want to kill this college kid. Um, but then those are the moments, right? Where for me, 17 guys came and accepted the Lord. For you, where you know kids told you, yo, the message was great, even when you, because it's not a you know because at the end of the day, right? The the lesson is what it's not about us. You know, it's about yeah the message it's about the lord it's about you know letting him be known and that's why we're you know broken vessels right it's about him so that so that jay i think to, i think for me that's that's your takeaway is that you know don't get frazzled and even when you think you do terrible if you're doing it because you're honoring god God's God's gonna get his on God's gonna get his honor and glory in that. Even if we don't even if we think it was garbage. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But but what I learned from that, what I learned from that, that you know, what I learned from that, which is like what I relearned, what I relearned. Correct. Is um is you know, to not focus on the me, 
right? When I when, when I got back to Georgia, like I, I I stood away in prayer and and asked God to please help me take away every last remnant of hurt from that place. From from that place, right? And um and to like and to remember like what you just said, you know, I, our job is is to be is to be messengers, right? To be messengers of Christ, not messengers of Jay, right? So I got I got so caught up in myself, and like right. and and, and that um that for a while there, I felt afterwards like it, it was more about me, right? And not and not about and not about right. Jesus, right. right? Because I I it was almost like I had to prove that that I was good enough, right? right? <laughs> like when God already told me and showed me countless countless times that i'm good enough right and 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 i and i say that because like you know i've been in ministry for over 20 years over 20 years and um and it's you know 20 years later or over 20 years later this is something that i'm still being reminded of correct right so that's that that's that's out there that's a key out there for everybody or anybody who's listening who thinks that they're not good enough or that they failed, or that right. they're stumbling. No, it's right. it's man, God is so good. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be a little jerky about this right now, but it's like if you don't think you're good enough, you're right. You're not. Right? <laughs> but that's the thing, but, though. But I, you, I didn't think that I wasn't but, good enough for God. It was for the church. Right, but you're doing right? it, like I had right, to prove myself to God, the church. Right? So that's the thing. You're not good enough, right? None of us are good, right? None of us are good enough. But however, right? I'm gonna. That's there's the quality, right? However, <laughs> right? God deems us good enough, and He is with us when we when 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 we have to step into that role, um, and that's you know listen, and and I'm gonna teach everyone out there this listen. If you ever have to, you know, do a message or do a teaching at a church and you get nervous, and you get like Jay was, where you're just frazzled, you're fraggle rocked out of your mind. <laughs> here's here's what you do because this is. I learned this. You stop. You you tell the audience, especially if you're doing like, like some kind of ministry thing. You tell them, listen, listen, guys. Right now, I'm kind of frazzled. I don't know what's going on. Right? You don't have to tell them, right? I was going on. Let's pray, and then you pray. You pray. You get it. because here's the cool thing, right? So not only are you praying to God, but you're getting all these people to pray to God on your behalf, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that tends to that tends to calm things down, and it allows you a time. It allows you to kind of. Reset, you know, calm those nerves. Boom, and then you bring the word. That's Joaquin's preaching tip. (laughs) And then, and then, of course, you know, um, the other highlight for me was spending that that Saturday, that time with my brothers. Yes, Um, which was like hilarious. It was it was a lot of fun, Um, you know. uh, Which is funny because I, I, well, of your brothers, the only one I really met for the first time was. I actually met him for the second time, but it was the first time got to kind of hang out, right? Uh, was Joey. Um, right. You know, because I had already known, you know, I already, you know, I had already harassed Joe enough. <laughs> and, and last time Joe was down, he had Johnny with him and, and I harassed both of them. And so they, they knew, they know who I am. And um, so it was great. It was, you're right. It was, it was fun. And even for me, it was fun sitting back and just watching you guys like, how you guys, you know, interact as brothers. <laughs> you know, and I'm just watching and I'm just like, yeah. And then, and then the funny thing, the funny thing is on, on the side, it was important. Thumbs. It was important for me that you were there 
um, because like my brother Joey, well, n- none of them are believers. Right. But but like the most adamant, like non-Jesus, is my brother Joey. But because of his love for me as my older brother and the fact that he knows that I love him, like he listens to the podcast and he listens to the, the devotionals. Right. Like, because you remember, like he was like, well, why are you guys out, out here? Well, we, you know, a few interviews. And like he knew, he was like, oh, that for the overflow, for the overflow yeah. podcast. Yeah, really and I'm cool. like, yo, yeah. that's so dope. That's so dope, right? Like he, he, I mean, no matter how he feels um, or his opinions on Christianity or Jesus is, right. like whatever, that doesn't matter because I'm his brother. Right. And so he listens and he supports and he's all about it. And um, like that impacted me. So, I mean, like right yeah, now, cool. right, right, right now I'm getting, I'm getting a little misty because, you know, I, I mean, I love, I love, I love my brothers. And it's just, it's, it's cool to know that, that they're in our corner and that they, they, right. they support what we're doing. Yeah. And that, you know, and that is cool. Um, I don't know if they're supporting me so much as they're supporting you. Well, they're supporting you because you're in this with me. <laughs> but you know, it was it was cool. It was it was cool. Um, like I said, I'll, you know, and you know, I'll you know, I like hanging out with Joe, and and uh, he's the one I really had. I've had the most um, interaction. I mean, I took him to the gun range. And we went we went shooting, and and we had a blast. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Pun, pun intended. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was very cool just to get to get to. Uh, get to hang out with them and, and get to eat and, and just laugh and joke and uh, throw little jabs at each other. Um, and I, I loved it because, you know, I don't, you know, I'm the oldest, but I, I'll have sisters. So I never really had that like brothers, like um, where you're kind of just, you know, being mean to each other as brothers or mean to each other in a, that kind of fun, hilarious way. So it's it's fun for me to kind of be able to slide into that and be treated as one of you guys, you know, because yeah. we are merciless, right, right. But but I'm smart because I, you know, I I I take my pot shots as they come. I don't try to overdo it. <laughs> yeah, because you saw what happened to the other kids. That right, were right. They were, they just talk too much. Sometimes you got to sit back. A brother said, "That's the thing." They just kept talking. So they were just easy targets. And I would, I don't know if you noticed, I'd just sit back there and I would take my shots at your brothers, but it was always like real, like, boom, boom. Of course I noticed. Like real, of course sur- I noticed. Like real surgical, right? Boom, boom. And then, I, then I'd step back. <laughs> <laughs> and they would, they would take the hits and they would laugh, you know, but they, but then it was like, where'd he go? I was like, I was like a ninja. And then it's like somebody else would say something, and then it's bad because it's like it's all of us. Right. It's not like one on one. It's like all of us. Right. Bad, and bad, bad, bad. All of you guys allowed. <laughs> and then the last thing for the trip, I think for both of us, um, the on, peanut on, butter jelly donuts. Peanut butter. Oh, no, no, it was, uh, it was uh, getting a chance for me to meet Ray. Um, oh, right, right, And talk right, to right. Ray and, and get to hang out with him and his family. And for you, I know in, in a way, um, uh, it was more in a physical way, right, to reconnect with Ray, be able to be, like, around him. Because I know you talk yes. to him. You talk to him through, like, on the phone or whatever. But, right, there's always that difference when you're able to break bread together. Yeah, um, of course. Of course. And, and you know what? And being able to go uh, to church with him and seeing him. You know, be part of the worship team and preach and and and, 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 and seeing like the pastor who also I mean like I have so much history back home like it's, it it yeah, was again, this 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 yeah. trip was a little was a lot more nostalgic for me like yes but I think it was it was awesome it was it was a great trip because 
you know, so we, we make, you know, we were able to make those connections or for me to make those connections, right. For you to, to, um, in a way remake. Yeah. Those, to reconnect, you know, to re- remake or reconnect with those connections. Um, and, you know, being able to be for you, you know, we, and we did a couple of videos on the outcry Instagram. One of them didn't work out cause I'm a dumb dumb, but two of them did. Yeah. Um, you have to change that one with no sound. I don't know how to do it. Uh, well, no, we have to redo the video. That's the problem. We'll figure something out later. Um, but the, the point is that, you know, being able to kind of hit some of those points in, you know, Edgemere and Rockaway. Um, uh, and, and, uh, Dude, and, where, and to see my... See, where to, you can see where you came from. Not, you know... To not, see, that we, met, we met by chance. We met with one of my old deans from high school. Yes. Who was like, oh, I'm so happy to see that you're... And out of jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was it was cool to be able to um for me it was cool it was cool for me because I know you appreciated it uh when you were able to tell your story in those vignettes that we did um about right. where you were, about what what God where God brought you from. Um and for me it was it was cool for me to be able to like, you know, do the little videos for you. Um, in that in that way, right? Because uh, I don't have I was I don't have that connection. It doesn't mean anything to me. But it was cool to see you uh, reconnect in a way with your past, in a way that was very redemptive. Yeah, I, or, or I was through, able to or through redemptive lenses. Let's say it that way. Right. Redemptive yeah, lenses. I was no like when we went to Bayswater, I was I was able to reconcile a lot of my past there. Right. I just right. St- stand there and. And just thank God, thank God for Jesus, as Paul said, you know. So yeah, that was that was dope. So um, super excited about that. And out of that, um, we're going to be starting a series soon. We got to kind of once the website is fully up and running. Uh, by t- by tomorrow, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be starting a, a little series called uh, My Story, where we're just gonna ask, um, you know, we're gonna ask people that we know. They're not even gonna be necessarily quote unquote known people, right? But it's going to be, we want, we're going to start this new series, super excited about where we'll uh, be asking people to share their story, share their redemption story um, in, uh, in about a, a paragraph or, or share a, a redemptive story of what God has done in their lives or what God did in their lives. So we're really excited about this. It's, you know, like I said, it'll be, uh, the website will be running soon. Jay said tomorrow. So probably within the next couple of weeks, we'll get that going. Uh, and so I'm super excited about, about that. So uh, with that being said, um, hey, man, we're at time. We're a little over time, but that's okay. That's a, little, a little bit. A little that's bit, yeah. So, uh, yo, with that being said, you know, hey, this is outcry.com. Go check it out because you can actually, uh, at a minimum, you can actually connect with the podcast and with the devotionals that Jay has been doing. And uh, if you go visit, you're going to see the transformation. Uh, be on the lookout if you're in the Atlanta area. Uh, at some point, now this is outcry. Is this is outcry, and then we, at some point we're going to be starting, uh, and we're going to be pushing legacy for next year. So be on the lookout for legacy, um, as uh, as as we start, you know, moving in that direction uh, in the next uh, couple of months. If you wanted to bring us, if you're listening to us and you're in the United States or outside, and you want to bring us to come hang out with you guys, this is outcry.com. We'll come and do a this is outcry event at your place. We'll, be, we'll come do the podcast at your place and have you as our guest. Yeah, all you gotta, definitely. All you got to do is feed us, or at least me. Pizza. 
<laughs> Pizza. Pita's your your local cuisine. That's what I'm oh saying. yeah, even better. Yeah, even better, right? Uh, so with that being said, uh, gonna go uh, get ready to go hear some preaching. So uh, my name is Joaquin. I'm still Jay, and this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Love you guys. Peace.